I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome uh, to another episode of I Love That Ad. Um, your host is myself this week, uh, Aaron Chalk, and joined by the uh, gorgeous Shane Brennan, uh, as always. How are you doing, Hello. Shane? How are we? I'm very well. I'm very well. Thank you very much. You're pumped. You're pumped. I can see you're you're, yeah. you're dying to just get into this week's I episode. Am. Just go for it. Just go. Fucking for it. ready to go. <laughs> Are you ready? Done this week. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. I just can't wait. Aaron, I can't wait. I've been texting you every 15 minutes for the last seven days, being like, let's let's record the podcast. Let's do it. Let's do it right ads. now. Let's do it right now. Ads, yeah, ads, 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 ads. Uh, it's ridiculous that we're still doing this uh, that we're talking about ads people hate ads <laughs> we're Whoa. still going talking about ads I think people hate shit ads yes yes yeah, yeah. people hate 80% of the ads uh, the, the bottom 10% they love to hate and the other top 10% they just love so uh, we're, yeah, we're talking exactly. about that uh, that top 10% of what, of what we're looking for a pure pure un- unadulterated lovage of ads on this podcast lovage yeah lovage of ads there we go okay love it okay we'll go with that so and we, do we have some admirers shane uh, wanna, yeah well we got uh we got reached out to by um gordon Bridgefield, who's over in the journal he's uh he's listening intently for the last while and uh just based on the the olympic one we had a couple of weeks back he sent mm. on the png lead with love uh, campaign, which is a new campaign for for um, this year's Olympics. So I'll put it up with the actual episode on the website. If anyone hasn't seen it, go check it out. It's it's it's, it's a nice it's a nice piece. A real tear jerker. Good old PNG. A real yeah. tear jerker. Classic PNG. Yeah. So that was a good uh, good suggestion from Gordon. So uh, uh, yeah, we, keep them coming in, guys. We got compared to uh, Love Island uh, during the week by another listener. Uh, Did we? The uh, the brilliant Gemma Gilmore uh, was uh, who's going to be a, a soon to be guest on the podcast. So keep an eye out for for that episode. She said uh, our little teasers are like the ads for Love Island, where uh, make you want to watch it, but I uh, don't think she ever does. So Gemma, start start listening to the proper episodes. You're going to be on this, so you need to do your homework. You need to, you yeah, need to know exactly. what, 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 if you wouldn't that'd be great this, this, everyone else can ignore this message bar Jimmy Gilmore it would be so much nicer if we only had to record 60 seconds though it would take such little time that'd be great do you want to do that it'd be the first podcast without a podcast episode where we stop doing full episodes just and do just teasers. do clips and teasers well it'd be really sad as if no one notices that we've done that yeah. <laughs> and they're going still love the podcast guys yeah love the clips love the clips oh yeah <laughs> clearly that's all you love yeah. Uh, right, well, we'll jump straight into this week's episode then. And this week's topic is parody ads. So ads that mm-hmm. are mimicking something from pop culture or taking the piss out of other brands uh, or or films or, or what have you. So it's it's uh, clear at this point that humor is a big um, a big point in, of ads that we do like uh, and well well executed. And parody is, is a very, very important strand of humor. Uh, and when it's done right it can be absolutely delicious so we have some of those uh, some examples of those ads today so we're going to kick off with your ad Shane if you want to lead us in yeah okay so this is um this is a really good ad that um is Irish I know I hope I'm recommending an Irish ad not uh-huh. when we're talking about an Irish topic um because when you you suggested this topic I instantly was like oh fuck that's so broad that there's like usually when we have a topic one will pop into my head and I'll go yeah that's the one 
that's the one I like. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to do a little bit of research or sometimes you're like, oh, I like that one, but what about this one or this one or this one? Parody, I was like, fuck. I just kept thinking of fake SNL ads. Yeah. They were better than most things that are actually created. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but then it's one hard, It's a hard topic to do well in advertising. It is. There's, But then there's also a lot just do it subtly. So it's a hard topic to be memorable at, I think, as opposed to do. I think it's quite easy execution and it kind of fills a gap of, oh, this brand is kind of funny. But like, it's a hard topic to do and like kill it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you just, you're just imitating someone else, you know. But this one for me killed it, right? So this is from Frank and Honest and Think House. So let's put it up and then we will chat about it after. Great. We want to tell you about our coffee, how we source it from Rainforest Alliance certified farms that benefit forests, communities, and wildlife, about our compostable cups. We were going to send a whole film crew to Brazil and Colombia for a week to shoot this ad, but let's be frank and honest, that wouldn't be very good for the environment. So we faked the footage. Sure, this fella's in a garden centre. What's 100% real is our commitment to doing the right thing, and of course, our great tasting coffee. That's very good. Yeah, so I I really like that ad. I really, really love that ad. I think it's, it just, the first time I saw it, it got me. I instantly went, oh, yeah, adore it. Adore the fact that they're sent to the brand. They're being frank and honest about the bullshitty TV commercials that coffee in particular does. And um, they've made it funny. They've They've also flipped sustainability on its head and made it funny by being more sustainable. Yeah. Which is the genius of it. Um, and I was just reading on their website, uh, just, just doing a little bit of research around it. Uh, there was a discussion about them going to South America to film. Oh, it really um, was like. With the that's, brand. That's that was the original discussion. The brand team discussed sending a crew to South America to create an ad campaign to highlight the brand's efforts. Um, but then when they reflected on it, that doesn't make, that's not the frank and honest way of doing things. So like, I just love that. I love that that was actually like a, a topic. You know what I mean? It was like, will we go and make one of those really expensive ones in South America and this? It's like, no, let's just, let's just take the piss out of them. The scene, the scene that got me was, was when it cut to them, your man nearly falling out of the paddling pool. The, the stark contrast to how grey and shit Ireland looks compared to yeah. the lovely glowing grey that's a, like yellow and greens from the, the lush footage of the faked uh, uh, Columbia, uh, is, I just thought it was it was it was a good it was a good stark contrast. It's impossible now because uh, I was always, I was just trying to bring back to when I saw it originally, and I was like, oh, that's very good. Now when I watch it, I can see just the lighting is a bit not stock for you know what I mean. You can kind of see that's produced, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh. but I remember the first time I saw it, it completely got me. It worked. Um, but I think that that voiceover sounds. Uh, I think I I would put money on it that that's uh, Tony Cantwell, who's uh, he's he's everywhere right now. He's he's on a he's lot. Very of hot the, right now. He's very, very hot, hot right now. He's very, very hot in the VO and comedy Insta circles at the minute. So he uh, he he he's lending his voice all over the shop. God bless him. But I do like that kind of uh, offbeat type of humor. Where he's like, sure, this lad's in the garden center. I think that brings yeah. it back down again. I think to there's make it a more Dublin accessible. edit where he says this lad's in the Liberties. 
Oh, really? Mm, I'm pretty sure, because I actually was like, oh, I thought he said he's in the Liberties in the ad. But they might have a, um, a just a Dublin cut or something like that, where I've seen it. Um, I just think it's really good. I think it's a complete parody as to those bullshitty ads. They stay really true to their brand identity, which is frank and honest, because I know Frank and Honest had done a lot of influencer stuff just around like frank and honest questions they were really just trying to bring that name to life mm. and i think this is their f- this was their first proper delve into tvc that i could recall it was the first time they delved into tv that got my attention anyway mm-hmm. and i just liked that they didn't go on tv and then try to fall into the tv tropes like this could easily this would be a weird thing to say but this could have lived online yeah do you, do you know what i mean this easily could have been content produced for just online and they which suits the brand because it's frank and honest and it's just that's young make content do whatever and they put it on tv which is which is great and i just think that it just fit it just fit perfectly and it but it, all, it also fits it fits with the the brand's trajectory you know when they when they launched a couple of years ago now their 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 distribution model is so ubiquitous across all the most great retailers you can get in a centra yeah, uh, a super value. So it's 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 really easy to get one in it wherever you are. In, you can get it in, in Connemara, or you can get it in Clontarf. That's the thing, and and the the coffee itself, it's not that really artisan bitter uh, type of roasted coffee. It's just a really it's a solid, really good cup of coffee. I happily get a a cup of that. So I suppose them going onto TV reflects that needing to get to that more mass appeal to your to your your mum or dad or 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 driver who's on the road. You know that that that's a that's a coffee uh, for them if they, if they need it. Oh no, uh, definitely from a marketing point of view. But I guess I'm just talking about pure creative. I just loved how it just they they managed similar. I imagine how they wanted to kind of approach the topic of being a coffee brand, as in kind of taking the piss out of the other coffee brands. They, they mentioned the same, that at the start actually. They did the same thing with making a TV ad. That take the piss out of coffee brands. I just love it. I just think it's great. Think House did some great work there. Really good work. With with, with with coffee ads, uh, isn't it weird that they're like perfume ads? That they're Mm. like, okay, let's let's do some sort of weird dream here or or kind of scenario that you would never really happen, even though it's a very everyday product kind of thing. Do you know? It's it's hilarious that they're, uh, for that product, it's such a, they have license think to, to get really really cerebral or something and i think it's because it's a such an innocuous thing like perfume ads when we do do a finally do a perfume ad one and we might do it coming up to christmas i'm going to change that's the, the podcast that's do, like I, a... do i hate that ad that's what i'm changing <laughs> <laughs> because um they're just the amount of money thrown at them and they make no fucking sense if, and they're never good if anyone's um, if anyone's interested Follow an account on Twitter called Perfume Ads for Sale. It's one of the best accounts you'll follow where someone just comes <laughs> up with madcap ideas for perfume ads. And you read them and think, yeah, I could actually see that mm. as a perfume ad because it makes no sense. But I know Coffee have recently tried to make it about employment in the countries that grow coffee. Because is there not one's guns and gangs or was there not one that Ness cafe or someone did something about getting people out of gangs and stuff like that and they're just trying to find something to talk about do you know what i mean like whereas perfume really have fucking nothing to talk about like 
they have nothing to talk about and coffee is trying to talk about something um when you do what frank and honest did it's like oh, look we want to be sustainable so we didn't waste our time adding to not being sustainable drink our coffee <laughs> do you know like that's it at the end of the day it's like if you're a coffee drinker you're going to drink coffee you're going to yeah. drink coffee regardless so which coffee brand do you pick and most people i would argue it's kind of like whiskey and it's kind of like wine they can't tell the fucking difference between any cups of coffee apart from instant and not instant yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're the two different so um because what is that what is that i was reading some research the other day that a someone's appreciation of a bottle of wine increases by a certain percentage based on the increase in price mm. by yeah, dollar or euro. So if you tell someone that's a 70 euro bottle of wine, they're going to say it's one of the best bottles of wine they've ever had. You tell someone that's oh, 20 or 10 euro in Lidl. Could be the same bottle of wine. Doesn't yeah. matter. And I think coffee is kind of playing that game as well. Now there's probably coffee artisan people shooting at the screen. And I was like, look, I'm just representing most people just, just i know so. you can tell the difference that's good for yeah. you but um <laughs> I, I just think uh <laughs> you, you're 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 so pat, uh, patronizing there where someone's whole life is is revolved around coffee, yeah, but like, their career and you're like good good for you but it's important it's the same as us with ads most people don't give a flying fuck about ads yeah. we do and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay yeah, for the thing true. that we work at most of the time that most people are like, good for you. Yeah, ads, is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, th- I think okay. yeah, you also have to be self-aware enough going, yeah, ads, are, ads can be can be shite. And, yeah, and just like coffee can be. Advertising. And just like perfume can be. Just like everything can be shite. But um, no, I just think, yeah, coffee, uh, that's now I'm going to be watching all the coffee TV ads. Actually, I don't think I've seen a coffee TV ad in, in a while. I think they're, I think they just turn into wallpaper. Yeah. You know, you ha- you do see them, um, but but they just kind of just blend into. I just always think of tight ads. Ness, um, was it Ness Nestle? No, not Nestle. Was Nescafe. it Nesquik? Nescafe, Nesquik, Nestle. Are they all Nestle products? Probably. <laughs> um, and I just think of the woman in a white woolen jumper that's a turtleneck, and the sun coming in, and she's got a white cup, and it's like you can see the steam, and she like breathes it in. And then looks to the side. That's what a coffee ad is to me Can in Ireland that? before. Can we make it? Three <laughs> Yeah. But uh, sorry. But anyway, once again, that I really, 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 really love that Frank and Honest ad by Think House. That's a great, so. uh, great, great way to kick off uh, this week's episode. Good, good choice. So we move on to uh, my selection. It's a different category altogether. This one is by uh, IKEA. Uh, and they are taking uh, taking the mick out of one of the biggest brands in the world, which was, uh, which is still uh, Apple, and the way Apple would classically launch their new iPhone or tablet or whatever, and do a big explainer with Johnny Ives on a white screen and a why it's such a revolutionary project. So let's have a quick look, and we can uh, chat about it. You know, once in a while, something comes along changes the way we live. A device so simple and intuitive, using it feels almost familiar. Introducing the 2015 IKEA catalog. It's not a digital book or an e-book. It's a book book. The first thing to note is no cables, not even a power cable. The 2015 IKEA catalog 
comes fully charged, and the battery life is eternal. The interface is 7.5 by 8 inches, but can expand to 15 by 8 inches. The navigation is based on tactile touch technology that you can actually feel. Content comes pre-installed via 328 high-definition pages of inspiring and furnishing ideas. To start browsing, simply touch and drag. Right to left to move forwards. Left to right to move backwards. Notice something else? That's right, no lag. Each crystal clear page loads instantaneously, no matter how fast you scroll. If you want to get a quick overview, just hold it in the palm of your hand and using just your thumb, speed browse the content. If you find something you want to save for later, you can simply bookmark it. And even if you close the application, you can easily find the bookmark again. Amazing. What about multiple users? For that, we've introduced a simple color coding system to avoid confusion. If you want to share a particularly inspiring item, you literally share it. Another special feature is password protection, which is voice activated. Excuse me, that's mine. At IKEA, we feel that technology, this life enhancing, should be in the hands of everyone. So the 2015 IKEA catalog is free. You can download one from your mailbox, the one you open with the key. If it's not there, try refresh the next day. Or you can upload yourself to the IKEA store and find one there. Experience the power of a book book. That's, uh... That. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I'm dying. I'm dying, everyone. Send an ambulance. <clears throat> it's not the Rona. It's not the Rona. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's funny. That is literally IKEA trolling Apple and kind of doing it well. Doing it well. Um, it is. It it's old, so it has aged a little bit. Where that was out in twenty fourteen, um, but that was at the height of Apple doing these these yeah. product launches so it was perfect for when it did launch and i used to devour those those launch videos by apple so you did that, yeah, that's it why was, it was funny <laughs> that's why it uh that's why it, it kind of uh, got me uh, a good bit i think uh, i think it was just very smart copywriting uh clever what they did um that was done by bbh uh asia pacific so bbh singapore um for uh, ikea singapore um and looking at it there I always think it's funny when you can get a great piece of advertising like that for such a simple brief or a simple product to to promote which is a catalogue do you know something that's been done year in year out for them uh, now they could actually create a, a really clever piece of advertising for, for, for a product that, that's so always there you know you've got to you've got to wonder what was the brief was it, oh, we want to promote, or, or was it an idea that, say, I don't know, hear me out on this one, like, were, were IKEA getting some stick for not being having a digital, um, whatever, catalogue in 2014 or something like that? Because I know their website's absolutely fucking atrocious, so, like, it could have been easily, for them, seven years ago, they could have been digitally even more backwards, and there was a little brief going, oh, let's 
how do we promote our actual catalog again? And they were like, well, let's take the piss out of everything else. So I'd be curious to see what the actual brief was. Or did the creative agency be like, oh, this is a constant bugbear for you that you never, like, you give away the catalog and you want to kind of increase, or, or there's a percentage of if you can get a free catalog to someone, you know there's an X percentage chance of them buying. So let's make a funny campaign about the catalog and see if that increases requests for the catalog. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be really curious to see what the brief was for it because it's such a simple execution. Like from a cost point of view, there's 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 very little there. Um, but it's just done. It's just written, as you said, it's just written so well. Um, and it's t- very timely. Yeah, 20, 2014 Apple were really high off their own stuff. high in their own supply yeah they bloody well were so i think i think it's it's and it's it's funny like because i'd always take some a a brand like ikea and just nordic brands anyway a very kind of deadpan and like oh no they're really super sincere they're not going to be taking the piss in it and it's just they're absolutely slating them (laughs) yeah, <laughs> which yeah. I think is great with a, sm- a, re- with a smile on literally a, a big smile on in a really funny funny way like the thing that got me I was like okay I was watching it and I was like where are they going to go with this like really does it only need the first 30 seconds to get the laugh Yeah, and it's actually the fact that he it's when he said the that it changes in size oh it can double in size that too. made me laugh I was like oh okay I see what he's doing he's gonna go with this or <laughs> <laughs> well, they leaned into it they leaned yeah, into it and now, that, that made it because it was kind of okay with the book book and then I was like oh, hey, oh yeah it doesn't need battery oh, that's funny and I was like well, there's not gonna be many other things they can and then they they found loads of other things oh they had a fun writing room in that uh, yeah, for that one I'd say definitely and I'd say they probably watched a few of Apple's videos that were like, what what shit do they talk about? Yeah, yeah. How, do, how do they make a simple display. update seem revolutionary uh, yeah. and mind bending? Um, yes, yeah, so it's a simple ad. Uh, I just thought it was it was a good one for yeah. this one. And there's there's a lot of parody ads out there when you actually start looking, but they're not the ones that they're not very, as plentiful as, as as other genres of of ads or even humor in, in ads. So it's nice to nice to pick them out now and again. I found. A really good one made um, about the pandemic. Uh, I don't know if we do we have time maybe to watch it, and it's made by oh, bonus ad. We've never had we've never done this before. This is this is this is the first exclusive a, a bonus ad. Do we do we want to do a bonus ad? Go on, let's let's go, let's lean into it. Let's go for it. We can't not now. People have heard us talk about it. No, 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 yeah, no. We so just watch it ourselves. One, I I've heard a few of them. So this one is by. Um, uh, Samantha Galoso, Gal- I'll have it up on screen. Um, took a swipe at all the pandemic advertising. Right, she's a copywriter yes. in New York. So this, while it's the reason I didn't put it as my favorite one is, but it's kind of like a parody of every brand. So I'll we'll we'll put it up now. This was like in the first month or two of. It was early enough, but it was yeah. it was fairly on point. Here, I'll send it to you. Hey, we're a brand. Things are pretty crazy right now, huh? Maybe you're a little scared. We are too. Scared of losing sales. 
but our advertising agency said that tragedy wins awards. So here are some sad pictures of places you probably recognize. Like this. Look, it's a Target, but empty. We're going to show pictures of people now to remind you that brands are also humans. Our advertising agency said that people like humans and that this shot will get them to can. Look, a healthcare worker with one tear. Is it a happy tear or a sad tear? I don't know. More eyes, more tears. That's the stuff. And now, an emotional montage. Because we want you to remember life before the thing. Hugging, dancing, old person in front of birthday cake, TikTok, baby, bees. Finally, a crisp white screen. Is this the end? No. It's just the first part of the tagline. And now, the second. Finally, we're going to ask you to do something for us. And if you don't do it, you'll feel like a bad person. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. Just a nice little extra bonus one just to kind of show that like parody doesn't necessarily need to be by a brand i guess um it's uh that's a that one made me laugh because around the time that's what and we talked about this a bit on the podcast every single ad was doing the same and thankfully uh we won't have to put up with that um anymore or for, for the foreseeable future yeah um Good, good at the bonus. So, but to round it out, then uh, I'm going to hand over to you for our need to know for the week. Yeah, so the need to know. This is a really short one. So it's just around the rise of audio out of home. Okay. So a lot of so I know I think I feel like I talk about this too much, but uh, around data and um, data protection, uh, brands are starting to and agencies are starting to kind of realize and a lot of research around. Customers want personalized ads, but they also don't want to worry about how a brand got their information. So they want a certain level of personalization. So now, I think we talked about this with contextual um, contextual advertising as well, the rise of contextual there about two weeks ago. Um, this is the same basic premise. Essentially, it's through, you run audio out of home based on geotags and geolocation depending on where someone is so you end up giving them a somewhat personalized ad based on their situation um if they're in store so if you got most people go around with their headphones in they're listening to spotify or listen to radio so they're via programmatic or premium advertising audio sites you then have it triggered and you give them a somewhat personalized ad based on what they're actually doing because you know where they are wow. as opposed to knowing their name as opposed to knowing that and this this technology has been around for a while but it's more Brands trying to find that kind of balance between personalization and the person understanding how they're getting ads. Because, like, I guess out of home is the most obvious one in the sense of, like, I'm seeing that ad because I'm standing here, right? So then people don't feel they've chosen to go there, so therefore they're getting advertised to. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. intrusion. Um, and I think what audio is going to be doing for them is well i'm in the store so this makes sense i get served an ad for the store or yeah, whatever yeah. or a discounter so they don't feel they're not worried oh how are these people in my in my headphones like it's because i'm in the store so 
um i just think that's really interesting it's going to be a really interesting space that's going to grow then um because obviously privacy is only going one way um and what a customer or a consumer is willing to um accept in terms of privacy is going one way so uh i just thought it was an interesting article i was reading about um just that it's on the rise and it's going to be an interesting uh bit of creative coming out of it so yeah, yeah just sure. have a think about it maybe it's not on your plans um it easily could be on your plans it's just thinking about audio advertising slightly differently and how you're targeting um and it, it, i think it's i think it's pretty cool i think there's some cool things can be done with it something definitely worth testing if if, if, it, if it fits for a brand and, and their bricks and mortar uh stores for sure that's a yeah. that's a great one thanks shane um so that's that's it for this week's episode if you're listening and you want to see the ads uh log on to work with forward slash podcast and all the episodes are there as well as the ads that we talked about uh today so uh until next time uh see you later see you everyone